Hello. Hopefully you can hear me this week and I'm right on cue because sometimes I just stare at the camera for a few moments like this. Hello, welcome to Nights of Evening Star. I am your Dungeon Master, Mark Sherlock Humes, and joining me this week, my lovely, lovely dearest friends, uh, we have Nate Sharp, Mika Burton, Anna Prosser, and Jonathan Indovino uh, joining us. Yes. There we go. Also known Beautiful. as Shady Penguin. There we go. <laughs> Um, and we are going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. I hope. I hope everyone's ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons. Most definitely. Yes. Yeah. Look at him. He's keen. He's ready to go. Anna's just like Anna's in the zone. Um, I don't know if Anna's like prepping like it's her because mindset. I, I didn't realize it was four o'clock and I hadn't tweeted yet. So now I have. Oh. Hi. <laughs> Hello. You were doing our uh, obligatory tweets. Well, yeah. welcome, friends. Uh, I hope you're all ready for some Dungeons and Dragons. I hope you're all well. Um, it's been a week uh and yeah we're gonna have a fun time i've got a fun session planned uh i'm excited i like how when you say it's been a week it doesn't been really matter whether it's like i am observing that a week has passed or like yep. it's boy been it's a been a week because it's <laughs> it both. could be it's yeah, always it's both. both things mm-hmm. <laughs> um how are we how are we nate how are we how are we do you say my name Yes, you've been very quiet. Like, you've not said a word the whole intro, so I want to check in with you. Are you okay? Yeah, I just, I don't, if I don't have anything to say, I just don't talk. What? You're just, oh, I love what? it. You're such a good boy. I love it. <laughs> so normally I have concept? to shout over, like, all the other players in my team. So it's just like, Nate's like, I'm just ready when you are, Mark. Just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I love it. Uh, right, well, shall I do a little recap, and then we'll play some D&D. How about that? Perfect. This gives you time to check your notes because I think today's going to be one of those sessions. Uh, so, uh, if you are not familiar, we are playing in the realm of Cormir, which is a section of the Forgotten Realms, and our party of heroes, nobles, and advisors are the rulers, I suppose, of a small village in the surrounding lands called Evening Star. In the few days leading up to a grand ball and tournament in the city of Arabelle, Marcel. Uh, brings a band of mercenaries who are looking for employment back to the keep. The mercenaries are led by a stoic fellow called Hadley Cooper, who seems to know Marcel well. Sarah Lee, Azara's scribe, notes that Hadley's armor contains a number of powerful necromancy and transmutation enchantments, unlike anything she thought possible. Azara sets her to work researching further. Tarkle heads out into the woods late at night, hoping to speak with the Emerald Witch, whom he meets he asks her name and she says that he what would he like to call her and chooses the name ellie he asks her to reveal more information about her intentions and doubts her methods ellie assures him uh, that she only means to uh restore the land and purge the greed and avarice from cormir he al- she also mentions that she that tarkle will meet with one of her daughters on the trip into the city Heading into Arabelle, the party for the ball in the tournament, Dusk gives them a brief introduction to the city, and Azara and Agnes go shopping whilst Marcel explores a part of the city called Viridian's End. Agnes and Tarkle also reconnect and have a heart-to-heart, with Agnes expressing her upset that Tarkle didn't trust her with information about Twig the Sprite. Tarkle reveals his meeting with Ellie and assures Agnes she is the only one he trusts. 
Arriving at the palace of Arabelle for dinner, the party meet a selection of nobles. A charming young man called Gawain uh, introduces himself to Agnes and makes quite the impression, much to Azara's horror. And finally, Lord Davian Cormoril enters with his guest, a young wood elf woman with dark hair and green eyes called Willow Song Shadowbriar. And that was where we ended last week with the uh, announcer of the court, the palace of, uh, of Arabelle, the scepter, um, announcing Lord Davian Cormoril and his guest, Willow Song Shadowbriar. Um, and I believe you'd all been sort of clustered around in that party mingling sense with a bunch of other characters, uh, nobles that you had been introduced to. Um, and so my first question as always, my dear players, is... What would you like to do? Does anybody? Yes. Well, look, look at that. Hands straight up. Um, now that it is this week, may I have my question answered? You may. What was your question again? My Remind question me. was, uh, I, I, and I think I answered my own question because I went back and I watched just to make sure that it happened. Um, when I brought the skull out and translated it and shared it with everyone, mm-hmm. I mentioned that the Sylvan said that the shadow briar is mentioned and is said to be possessive of something what that Mm -hmm. something is we don't know but i think it's connected to the fey and the sylvan i just wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that that did happen and then i and then i confirmed that with myself and you checked and (laughs) the answer is you did i believe yes i did okay yes okay there you go uh Um, then establishing that wide-eyed azara will kind of like look at the rest of the group to see what their reactions are because that name sure. strikes fear into her strikes heart. A, a tone a tone sure. uh yeah what's everyone's reactions like what what are people up to what are, what is drawing your attention the most in this moment uh tarkle's trying to get agnes's attention he's like <clears throat> sister you, you, your hair looks nice and he like widens his eyes awkwardly and like looks at the emerald eyed woman, Willow Song. Uh, yeah, so when you look over in her direction, Tarkle, after being introduced, she comes in. Um, you can see Lord Cormoril, da- uh, Lord Davian Cormoril, very traditional kind of Aragorn looking fellow, dark beard, dark kind of like longish hair, very well kept in a pressed kind of like noble's tunic, um, trousers, and a, a sword at his, his hip. Uh, and she is on his arm, like kind of like a guest would be, kind of like linked arms. But you can see that there is, uh, it, it's not a particularly close or warm looking relationship. She kind of unhooks her arm as soon as it would be polite to do so um, and sort of just meekly stands beside him she doesn't have the same countenance as the mage that you encountered in the keep who was quite confident and aggressive uh this woman appears to be quite meek she kind of keeps her arms tucked her close to her chest and is kind of looking down but also seems to be looking around the room and when she looks over towards all of you uh there is a kind of look of i guess for most of you it would it would look like a kind of a uh, look of not surprise but um happiness like a kind of uh, hopeful kind of like oh they're here kind of look um and especially when she looks in tarkle's direction um but yeah um agnes do you respond as tarkle tries to get your attention so agnes totally does but anna only remembers saying if tell me my hair looks nice and i can't remember what condition that was <laughs> for the uh, life I, of me i believe well since 
I guess yeah, I should be able to tell you. Um, I think we were, yeah. we were talking. We were the witch had told me that we, we I would meet one of her like allies here. That's what it was. Yeah. If you see yes. the person that you think is like this, witch's ally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Marcel, any reaction from Marcel, or is Marcel not at all worried? Um, Marcel's from the beginning probably found some kind of like vantage point just like a good spot in the room to like have like scan mode on Mm -hmm. so like at this point i'm assuming that this would just be like i'm taking note of this but i'm not necessarily alarmed reacting to it so yeah Mm -hmm. i guess that your vantage point in this sense this is like a large not quite a ballroom well maybe a ballroom but all the the it's been filled with a very long table like one very long table that kind of dominates the center of the room there are balconies all around sort of in an l shape on the far side of the room that look out onto the city all the windows are open with big kind of curved drapes there are chandeliers above um but it's all been cleared out for this large dining table which is all set for dinner um there are a few kind of standing tables where drinks and snacks have been placed but probably for marcel it would be like the corner of the room kind of back to the wall keeping everything in view um and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you can easily kind of see everything from there um whereas the other characters are more in a kind of socially engaged distance uh where everyone's speaking um obviously you guys are in the middle of a conversation so even though you kind of note this what what's happening um some of the characters uh, around you continue conversing gawain uh it kind of shakes hands with a few of the figures around you a couple of the merchants and things like that um kind of just shaking their hand and making introductions when you do hear a kind of like <laughs> my favorite niece and nephew and you feel these kind of uh not quite burly arms but you you feel these arms kind of wrap around uh your shoulders agnes and tarkle and a sandy sandy head kind of bit of a beard kind of coming through uh human fellow uh kind of kind of grab, grabs you uh and this is your uncle Bryn Bryn Crown Silver um who is one of the original Crown Silver family members um and he's just like well I was hoping that I would find you here this is a little stop by how are we you look you look tackle you look like you've seen a ghost Bryn it's, I feel like it's been so long since I've seen you uh uh that's that's why I look like this yes definitely um h- how's everything been uh, it's been very well my boy yes yes well not as not as well as you and your not a little I'm not going to use the name don't worry Agnes I know that you prefer that one uh, uh but it's been yes no it's been it's been good um I didn't really I'm only stopping by I'm not going to be here for very long uh my uh Havilar would have caused a bit of a scene she's not going to be very happy that i've not invited her to a ball so yes just wanted to stop by i, I normally have gifts for you but i suppose you're a bit old for those now um but still i wanted to congratulate you on on saving your little town a wonderful job it's not it's not so little it's a town no, you're right no it, a town sorry i i'm used to saying things like that but yes you're right your prosperous town uh, as is Thank doing you. evening stars the name isn't it it is mark what is our relationship with uncle Bryn? is he like a favorite uncle sure i mean he seems to think he is but whether he is that's up to you uh you can decide how it is i guess my question is what do we know about like about him and how he handles his nobility is he Ah, someone who's like a court player or is he okay yeah no i'll give you the i'll give you the lowdown and i think this would be poignant to agnes because he maybe have been a character that maybe agnes looked up to because of this or maybe mm. this is just a character that you've been warned not to turn into um Bryn crown silver was once 
in line for heir of Cormier. Like he was in line for the throne of Cormier. He could have been king um, if things had gone a different way. Um, and he ran off to become an adventurer along the Sword Coast. Uh, he teamed up with a pair of tieflings and a dragonborn and went on some wacky adventures. Uh, and when he came back to kind of fulfill his duties, he realized that it wasn't for him and that he could do much better out in the world as a priest and as an adventurer than he ever could in Cormir. And he gave up. He rescinded his position as the head of the Crown Silver House. That is when your family were brought in to kind of bolster the numbers as kind of like, a, oh, we found this ancient line of the Crown Silver family. Let's reintroduce them. This was obviously a while ago and things like that. But they kind of you know, made it up for this guy basically saying, I don't want anything to do with the nobles anymore. I'm out. Um, but he still is quite famous. He's quite well known in Cormir as a, a bit of a card and a bit of a kind of, oh yeah, he was that guy that was nearly king and then gave it all up to go adventuring kind of thing. So Agnes uh, is idol, 100%. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. If you want him to be like, and he would probably have definitely encouraged some of Agnes's views, I think. Yeah, so um, that's why she's like, well, it's, it's not it's not like a little town. And she starts telling him about it. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we were rebuilding the tavern and, um, you know, for morale for, for the people. We had a tournament. Oh, and Tarkal invented, uh, a, or not invented, he, he started our, our stoling championship. Stoling, we go, tell him about stoling. She's like, tell him, tell him. Yeah, I, we, I, I think we've played stoling before, right, Bryn? I, I think you introduced it to me once. That's the game from the Kingswood, isn't it? With the yes, sticks yeah, yeah, and the yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. <laughs> yeah, so the kids love it. The town loves it. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're pretty proud of our, of our accomplishments. I'm well, I'm very proud of you both. I think that you're doing a wonderful thing. I'm just stopping by for dinner. Now, you must introduce me. I can see that you have a, a lovely companion here. Um, and he gestures towards Azara. Please introduce me. Uh, he is an older fellow. This is not a kind of flirtatious introduce me. This is a friendly <laughs> uncle introduce me. Um, uh, what, what Azara would have ha heard of his adventuring tales, probably. I think I think you would have, yeah, yeah for sure. I think yeah. that uh, there was definitely, yeah, Bryn Crown Silver was kind of a name that even the War Wizards would have spoken to because one of the one of the people that he was adventuring with was somehow connected to the god of magic and Asmodeus, and there was a whole oh. thing about it, and it was like a whole. <laughs> chosen one kind of adventure thing it kind of got spread around you know so there's like stories that get told like like a marvel hero almost like like it's he's not, no, not, he, not that quite i think like if you were to compare it like um i'm trying to think of like a very like happy hogan to iron man right he was like a guy who was there but he's just a normal guy who's got no special powers he's just like yeah i, I was there um that's the kind of guy he is um precious yeah um but yeah so Sure. Uncle Bryn, like, uh, Azara, our uh, our war with ma magister. Uh, she's trying to think of like the the coolest way to say <laughs> what Azara is. That's like the least like nobility. So she's like, yeah, she's just a really powerful wizard. And um, and over there's Marcel. He's uh, he's like our um, you know, he just he sticks around to make sure it's like peacekeeping. He's like a you no. know. I I know the type. He reminds me of Mehen, and he kind of waves. I knew a dragonborn like him. Uh, let me guess, doesn't speak much, gets very angry about things, very just generally quite a misery guts. It's like you know him. Ah, yes, yeah, so and he just waves. Hello, hello over there. <laughs> at Marcel. Yeah, at Marcel, uh, <laughs> and then he'll turn back to Azara. And a pleasure to meet you, Magister. Uh, it's uh, I'm glad to know that my niece and nephew have such a competent uh, spellcaster with them. Uh, always a useful thing. 
Uh, still. Zara will curtsy and it's like, oh, your flattery is very kind. I've heard quite a many exploits of you and your adventuring group. I'm glad to see you in one piece. Many of the stories <laughs> I heard. Uh, yes, well, you can uh, you can certainly thank Havilar for, for that. <laughs> she is probably the one who's responsible for me being in many pieces, but also saved me from being in many pieces. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to bore you with stories. I've got a little bit of business to do. Just wanted to say hello and make sure and just say how proud I am of you. We've all heard the stories of what happened with Evening Star. You defeating some bandit with, with magical powers and, and storming the keep by yourselves. It's It's quite the story. You're building up your own little legend, I think. talking to me or her he's talking to all of you oh. <laughs> all of us are like looking at each other like, like, uh, 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 starstruck i don't know yeah we yeah, did he's that. just talking to him he's, he's just like i won't take up any more of your time you should go mingle meet with the meet with your new peers and the people that can can present you with opportunities um oh i think here comes one of them now and i'm not going to get in his way and then he kind of pats you on the shoulders uh gives you a wink and then he turns and heads off as um, he as he pats me on the shoulder can tarkle mm -hmm. just look at him really quick and say uncle what i know we're older but yes. that just means older gifts you know like you don't have to stop <laughs> yeah, you bringing you us stuff to, i mean we're not too, ah, we're never not too old for, for i understand to, we wouldn't want to make you feel awkward you know well about how about this you like to do i will come and find you after the dinner and uh, tomorrow perhaps before the tournament and i will give you adult gifts then that sounds great. I mean, Thanks, if you Uncle. want to. Only yeah, no, I mean, I, if you want. Yeah, and don't don't make don't hassle yourself. It's but it, you know, you're still our uncle. Yes. We don't want you to miss out on yes. that. You well, first of all, I'm only a human and you've got elven blood, so you're gonna be older than me soon, but still, <laughs> still, let your uncle be your favorite uncle and get you some gifts. And then he just kind of all gives right. <laughs> and he, I think also uh, watching this, uh Azara yep. is just gonna kind of like like the first really heartfelt like oh my god these are these are children like these are babies kind of smile like realizing like they still oh, want still gifts babies. from their uncle like this is so precious yeah. i think it'll just like warm her heart a little bit yeah um i think like as you're kind of like watching all of this Alyssa's just kind of been stood there and didn't really know what to say and just kind of looks like kind of tugs you on the shoulder at zara and it's just like was that did he call them kids <laughs> like completely like hang on a minute <laughs> Who was that man? <laughs> Azara will just kind of like laugh and shake her head a little bit and pat mm -hmm. uh, Alyssa's hand. She just kind of shakes it. Um, whilst you guys are doing this, Marcel, <clears throat> a fellow, you can see out of the group, there's this big group of kind of attendees in this in this dinner. Um, there's a, a dwarf looking fellow, a halfling, a tiefling lady, uh, a couple of humans who look like they're wealthy or, or priests. Um, a couple of them keep looking over at you, like looking over their shoulder, uh, and kind of glancing back. And then a few minutes later, they'll look over their shoulder again just to make sure you're there. Um, and one fellow in particular, a dwarf-looking fellow, is kind of giving you a very sort of, like, inspecting eye. Uh... Anything else with him? No, no, no. That's it. He's just kind of, like, casting his eye over towards you. I'm still just, like, scanning perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 threats detected. Actually, uh, well, uh, I can I... Go on. I'd like the sword to detect evil and good just to get a better read mm. on what's in here. Mm, I thought you might. What's the range? Give me a range. 30 feet. 30 feet. And is it like an instant thing or can you concentrate on it for a while? I can concentrate for 10 whole minutes. Holy oh, heck. Ho, ho. So I might like do like. that and, you know, just peruse around. Yeah. Let's have a look here. 
aberration, celestial element, fee fane, fee fey fiend, or undead. Okay. Um, the room is a bit bigger than 30 feet, so you could start moving over towards the group of people, or you can start making your way around the room and just kind of casting it around um, as you go. Yeah. Nothing like sure. threateningly. No, no, you're just kind of, but just walking through, walking around, grabbing a canapé, grabbing a glass of you know wine or champagne or something. No, I'm just like walking with... around the perimeter, death staring everyone, like not <laughs> like the Terminator. <laughs> I need your your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Um, <laughs> no, but you make you okay. So you start making your way around. Just as Marcel is beginning to make his way around, you see uh, Lord Davian and his guest making their way towards this assembled group uh, that is kind of mingling together. Um, he kind of casts his eye over to you, this kind of Aragorn-y, this Lord Davian, uh, and he beelines towards Agnes and Tarkle. Like, he is coming straight for you. And he's the one that's with the emerald-eyed woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to kind of like try to nudge Azara and like just eyes toward that lady, just indicating like, keep your eye on that one. I will uh, nod subtly and just keep very not as obvious as you know Marcel stalking people, but <laughs> subtly keeping an eye on Miss Shadowbriar. Where is sure. she in relation to? So she is stood just a few kind of steps behind Lord Davian. Um, she's kind of looking at the floor, kind of shuffling around. People, um, you see the tiefling lady who seems to be some sort of jewel artisan or jewel, you know, uh, guild mistress, um, kind of comes up and compliments her, and she kind of nods her head, and you kind of hear whispered, kind of under her breath, like, "Oh, thank you so much. Yes, it's very kind of you. I, I'm sorry, I, I need to um, keep close with Lord Davian." And she kind of follows afterwards, kind of making excuses as she goes. Um, Lord Davian comes directly for Agnes uh, and and Tarko. Ah. You must be the Crown Silver children, yes? And to whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Ah, uh, Lord Davian Cormorell uh, of uh, the Kingswood. <coughs> I... Thank you. Uh, Baroness, I believe. Um, Baroness Crown Silver. And you must be the new Baron Crown Silver. I must admit, <coughs> when we heard word of what was happening in Evening Star, I was preparing a troop to go and clear out these bandits. I was afraid that you would not be capable of dealing with them by yourselves, but I, I was proven wrong. How did you manage to deal with uh, the armed force? I wonder. There's a lot of stories. I would like to get the statement of fact. I would love to hear what stories you have heard. Of course. I mean, I don't, I don't tend to give much to tavern gossip. Uh, they say that, uh, well, they say that your brother, I believe, uh, Lord Baron Crown Silver, has the ability to uh, travel through shadows and ventured his way into the uh, keep and slew the perimeter guards that allowed you to sneak in undetected, uh, where you battled some <coughs> bandit with magical powers who could command the very land to rise up and rend apart stone. Uh, you slew him in battle uh, before even your troops could arrive, I am told. That seems about right, right, Agnes? Tarko like puffs up his chest a little bit. He's like, that, that kind of sounds like an accurate account, doesn't it? At times, tavern gossip may get it right. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, Agnes, it's not, he does not, he's not impressed. Reading his body language, he kind of puts on a like a, <laughs> quite, uh, as he smiles at Tarko, but you can tell that he's just like, oh, for goodness sake, he's kind of like rolling his eyes. Well, if that is all there is to it, um, clearly this individual uh, 
must have uh, not been as dangerous as we first thought. If you were just four of you were able to slay them. Have you, she just completely ignores that. She's like, I don't even, this whole like, blah, 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 noble, like backbiting me. She's just, Ugh. so she's like, you said you were going to send a troop. Are you near to Evening Star? Have you sent troops there before? It's within my range of what my troops could arrive to. My operations are mainly uh, in the Kingswood, actually, where I believe uh, your baron, your brother is uh, originally from. Uh, but uh, my my realm or my land is uh, predominantly to the south. Um, it's an old family land, only recently regained after some indiscretions in the court were corrected. Corrected. And your associate here, also from the Kingswood. Ah, you were referring to Miss Willow's song. Do stand forward, please. I don't like it when you just loom behind me in the shadows. Um, and she's just, just like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Lord Davian. And she kind of uh, moves forward, hang low. No, no, uh, Miss Willow's song is an associate I've met here in Arabelle. Uh, she is uh, a very accomplished uh, scholar. Oh, a scholar. Uh, Azara, I'm sure you would have much to speak to Miss Willow song about. Yes, Willow saw. Was it Shadowbriar? Uh, yes, that's right, Lord Davian. And she looks in your direct, direction, Agnes and Azara, uh, and then her eyes linger on Tarkle for a moment. Um, yes, I would be more than willing to talk to you if you are a fellow scholar. Uh, my realm of study is predominantly in the Feywild and uh, natural magics. Azara, like, smiles sweetly, and she's like, as it happens, I adore the Feywild and have spent many, many nights studying up on such a magical, beautiful place. I'd love to speak with you about it, if you'd be oh. so kind to relieve yourself of, of uh, your guest's presence. And I oh, kind of yes. <laughs> if, if it's all right with uh, Lord Cormoril, of course. Um, perhaps out on the balcony. Um, uh, uh, and she, you can see that she's looking for a way to try and invite Tarkle or Agnes, but she kind of just lingers on them and just looks in your direction and just smiles and says, yes, perhaps the fresh air uh, would be quite nice. It is a little stuffy in here. Um, and you see Lord Davian just waves his hand, like, do what you want, I don't care. Uh... Uh, Marcel, as you are walking past this group, uh, you hear the voice from your weapon. It's, uh, I'm not detecting anything... Uh, brother I, I there doesn't appear to be any creatures here I, I can't sense any elementals or fey or fiends or undead or, or any any of those types of creatures um right well we'll we'll keep our eye out and continue to scan yes i'll, I'll keep it i i'm not I, I can probably keep this up for another 10 minutes or so but uh, yeah i i none of these people here they all appear to be what they say they are i think Oh, very well. We'll keep our eyes open. Sure. Well, I'll keep my eyes open. Yes, I will keep my sword senses open. I don't really know how I do what I do. It's very odd. I'm not sure either. Anyway, people are going to start thinking you're talking to yourself again. You should, uh, <laughs> we should move off to the corner. Yes, I would hate to think that the people in this room might think something negative or strange of me. <laughs> 
as a load of people are just like, is that guy muttering to himself? He <laughs> <laughs> just kind of makes his way back over to the corner. Um, but yeah, you, you move past and yeah, you don't detect any of the, the creatures listed in the spell. Um, but yeah, uh, Azara, so yeah, do you want to take uh, Miss Shadowbriar off to the side? Uh, yeah, and I'll kind of, as I, I'll, I'll leave, I'll hold an arm out for her as, you know, a gentlewoman would. Uh, and pat Agnes on the shoulder as I go by, kind of like a stay vigilant type of pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll walk out to the balcony with Miss Shadow. Sure. Uh, do you, what do you want Alyssa to do? Alyssa will look at you like, do you want me to come with you or do you want me to stay with them? Um, since Marcel's out here, I'll kind of go like this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She'll um she'll she'll follow, but kind of make she'll do it discreetly. She'll kind of yeah. just kind of wander in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you guys start making your way over to the balcony. Tarkal, are you just staying in? Um, it looks like Lord Davian is gonna kind of stick around talking to Agnes for a bit. Do you want to stick around here, or do you want to? What do you want to do? I think I'll uh peruse over to Marcel just to like make eye contact and be like everything good. And uh, okay. since he's kind been of do on that scout, passing like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like one of these, <laughs> and then he might nod yes. Yeah, yeah. Something, He'll something go like this under his mask. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, perfect. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll do a couple of things in round order. Um, uh, Lord, whilst you're talking to Lord Davian Agnes, uh, Gawain returns uh, and he brings you a drink. He brings you a glass of, uh, he's like, I wasn't sure what you were drinking, so I just got the best wine that they have here. Uh, you seem to not have a drink in your hand, my lady. Azara didn't specifically tell me anything about Gawain, right? She didn't. No. Okay, she just. I kind did. Of like, I did. I sent a message. Did you? Oh, that's what right. did you, you say? In that message, you just though? said be careful you, with this one. You said, said be careful I, with him. I I said no. I said don't trust him. You oh, said okay. don't trust him. Yeah, but you just, no details of what happened between the two of you. No, but I did say I came from corrupt nobility. Yeah, I did mention that. Okay. All right. Well, still he cover my bases. I he just cover my bases. He doesn't know that, but she does know that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how how much Azara shrugs off, and how, or I mean, how much Agnes shrugs off, and how much she thinks. Well, she I don't know Azara, but she. I also don't know thinks- how this would affect Agnes, but this is a very charming, handsome young man. Whether that affects Agnes is up to you. She definitely trusts Azara. But she okay. also thinks Azara is like too wrapped up in nobility. So if she had just been like, be careful with this one, Azara or Agnes would probably ignore it. But since she said, don't trust him. Sure. Agnes will take the wine, but, you know, maybe do more gesturing with it than actually yeah, drinking it. Not drinking it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Gawain passes you the drink and he's just like, ah, I see you've had the misfortune of meeting Lord Davian here. Uh, and this older Lord Davian is just like... <clears throat> Where are your manners, boy? You're not Duke of Marsim, but just yet. You can't speak to me that way. It's like, Gawain just kind of shrugs and is just like, well, we'll soon find out, won't we, Lord, Lord Cormoril? Just uh, how is your family doing in the royal courts right now? Oh, that's right. You're still uh, still earning your earning your reputation back, aren't you? Uh, and you see Lord Davian is furious at these words, but he doesn't quite have the bite or the kind of retort back. Um, and uh, Gawain just kind of shrugs and is just like, I'm only say, I'm only speaking the truth, Lord Cormoril. Uh, perhaps you should go and attend to some of the merchants here. Perhaps you can do some good work on your reputation rather than hassling these young, brave nobles who did your job for you. And he so kind of makes like a face. Why are you guys in this pissing contest? What's, go- what's going on here? 
Uh, like Gawain shrugs and Lord Davin is just like this upstart thinks that he is in some position to throw his weight around seeing as his father is ill and he hopes to inherit a title of duke uh, I will not be bullied by such manners I have been a lord long before this even before my family was <clears throat> had its unfortunate incidences I conduct myself in a correct manner for a Cormirian noble uh, and Gawain just says, I just think he's a miserable old git who doesn't know how to get on with the new world. And he just kind of shrugs and folds his arms. This is very unpleasant, this whole thing. I just, I don't know either of you. Why are you unloading this on me? It seems very inappropriate. My apologies. I just, uh, forgive me, I made the mistake of assuming that he was bothering you, and I was trying to get rid of him by being rude. Perhaps that is my error. And Lord David is just like, I'm tired of this, and he begins walking away. Uh, he just leaves. He's he's not going to get into this. Agnes is like, uh, alright, bye. Uh, and yeah, Gawain just turns around and says like, yes, you're right, you're right, Agnes. I, I That was perhaps a little rude of me and not very pleasant, but I do find him very insufferable. Hmm. He's, Agnes just what, like she does that thing where someone says like I do find him really insufferable and they're waiting for you to be like oh yeah totally I understand but she doesn't she's just like huh yeah yeah and just Gawain lets him just, keep talking yeah Gawain and Gawain does keep talking he does that thing of like he takes that huh as a you're agreeing with him uh and he's just like yes it's there's a lot of them like that you see a lot of uh <clears throat> old noble families who think that all they need to do is sit around and go to balls and drink wine and not do anything and that's really the problem in this country at the moment just not enough people trying to do things too many people sitting around and just getting fat and rich on everything what kind of things would you have them do uh, that's a bigger question i think that one of the biggest problems look i don't want to get into politics i don't want to bore you but if you are genuinely curious there are some i have some opinions about Cormier and what we should be doing? Uh, everything is politics. Perhaps you're more politically inclined than I thought. I think that one of our biggest problems is land, quite honestly. Uh, Cormier is a large nation. We are packed into our cities. And the land we currently have is all owned by the crown. The merchants here, they have to buy it at an exorbitant rate from nobles who don't want to sell it because they don't want to lose power. If we had more land then those merchants would be able to become lords of their own areas. They would be able to purchase land that is not historically belonging to the crown, something that I think this country needs. If we had more land, yes. what land yes. would you, what would you have us? Yes. Negotiating with the Dale lands. I mean, there's a bunch of land up near where the, uh, the Netheril cities fell. That's completely unclaimed. Sembria is in disarray. I mean, they did attack us. Doesn't it seem a little bit, uh, perhaps we should take some of their villages under our wing, help lift them up a little bit after they attacked us. They're ravaged by war, lost out on uh, provisions and, and uh, supplies. We could help them. It's strange to hear someone about to inherit a title speak against the ownership of the crown. Ah, well, perhaps that's where we differ a little bit, my dear. It, I don't necessarily have a problem with the crown and the things, but I think that it has become short-sighted. It's become content with what we have. We, especially as a title holder, as a duke, isn't it my responsibility to make Cormier's future brighter, not just keep it the same? Hmm. Another person I know talks about the future of Cormier 
Azara, our magister, often speaks of, of a brighter future. Have you met her? I have. Now, Agnes, please. Uh, I'm sure that Azara has said something or perhaps prepared you and said that there was some unpleasantness between us. Uh, I do not blame her in this. There was an unfortunate incident back in Marsember. I... There was some sort of plan, a plot, some nefarious wizarding types. I was under the effect of some sort of spell, charmed to conduct some sort of nefarious plan. I This was all approved. It was all tested by the priests of Marsember and the war wizards themselves. Uh, but unfortunately, it seems in this state, this magically influenced state, I... I may have tried to kill her. Uh, please, um, Azara has been a member of my family for a long time. She's served my father dutifully. I would never wish ill upon her, even if I do disagree with her politically. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. I've apologized. Uh, I've tried to send gifts, but I wasn't even aware of what I was doing. Can I insight check this story? You that absolutely he... can. You absolutely can. 100%. Uh, 13. 13. I mean, reading his body language, you know, he, his breath, he's looking downwards. Um, he looks, he looks very embarrassed and ashamed in admitting this, but also that kind of, I, I had no control. Like he seems to genuinely be like, there was nothing I could do. I was, I was acting against my will and he seems embarrassed, but yeah, he, he seems to be truthful as far as you can tell. Then Agnes kind of, uh, you know, her shoulders relax a little bit. She takes a sip of the wine and she's like... Thoroughly unpleasant business. It sounds like it. And mm. now she kind of motions to him to like take a turn about the room with her. Yeah, sure, uh, yeah. He'll, and, he'll go and with And says, now, now tell me more about uh, giving more land to the people. You know, kind mm, of like, yes, and then the two of you kind of mm -hmm. have this political discussion. And I think to kind of shorthand it, you guys don't fully agree on everything. Uh, you are very much a kind of like, there should be no nobles. Give everything yeah. to the people. Mm -hmm. uh, he is like, no, we need nobles because we need laws and we need government and people, the nobles are the ones who are educated and we need them to do these things. But there is a kind of consent of like, they should be doing more and we should have more land so that we can mm -hmm. give that to peasants and merchants and they can create their own, you know, republic kingdoms and things like that. Um, but he very advocates very much for, expanding Cormier's borders gotcha. uh meanwhile uh yeah Tarkal you make your way over to Marcel you guys you have a moment to discuss before anybody interrupts you if you would like or you can move on everything good Marcel yes just keeping eyes and ears open but nothing of interest in particular just lots of hmm Bad taste in your mouth? Mm, bad taste in, in the whole room, to be frank. I uh I couldn't agree more. I'll uh I'll keep my eyes in your direction in case anything happens. Will do. And then Tarko will just uh he's probably gonna make his way actually out to the balcony. He kinda just wanted to use this moment to like do like a, a line to Marcel and then whoop, go out. Yeah. Sure. Uh, okay, so you start doing that. Um, Azara, you make your way out into the balcony, and the balcony looks out onto the very pretty Arabelle city. All the lights in the windows are now lit, candles and lanterns throughout the streets, um, creating a very picturesque uh, place. There's a light breeze, um, and as you kind of step outside, you see uh, Lady Shadowbriar kind of like grabs her hair to stop it kind of whipping. It's very long, dark, um, and she kind of pulls it tight uh, to her body. Uh, <clears throat> 
yeah, Magister Azara, uh, I am. Uh, what did you wish to speak about? <laughs> she kind of smiles. You're muted, Mika. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Azara just gently smiles back and uh, says, Well, I noticed, uh, pardon my forwardness, that you were quite uncomfortable with your guest there. And I thought, lady to lady, I could just save you from such a brash man as himself. And maybe we could talk, whether it be about the Feywild, about anything, magic, scholarly, books, you name it. Just give yourself a little break. I'm very, I do appreciate it. It's not that it's unpleasant. He's a very cold man i'm i'm not with him or anything like that if that's what you're thinking it really is a a matter of scholarly pursuits he's been asking a lot of questions about the feywild recently he's taken a sudden surge of interest in it and the truth be told is i'm trying to keep an eye on him as well i has tarkle spoken with you you know tarkle I I take it I don't I'm not I'm not very good at playing these games Magister that's more I I'm uh, he's been speaking to my mother Uh, she is perhaps the one I think you may have had a rather unpleasant encounter with her um, in your keep Mm. Azara just doesn't react really just lets her keep watch like keep talking yeah she does pause. She kind of looks, waits for your reaction. Um, and then when you don't say anything, she's just like, I'm, I'm like I said, I, I'm, I'm not very good at this sort of thing. I think that uh, I need to say something before in case anything happens. I think Lord Davian is up to something and he doesn't have much. He doesn't like Tarkle or Agnes. He had his eyes on Evening Star for a long time. I think he wanted to get it before it was bequeathed to them i i've been asked to keep an eye on him by my mother and his interest in the feywild i I, it's he's been asking about the different courts what sort of um territories they have uh their armies what sort of uh culture they have but um that sort of thing magic what, what what kind of magic they can conjure that sort of thing um does does this seem this sort of thing seem a little familiar to azara the the fey wild interest i mean i mean you i mean yeah if you think yeah. if you think it seems yeah, familiar I, then then azara would think it's familiar yeah yeah, yeah. um sure. i think can i just in cases, can I roll insight? Or is this just going to be a, it's how you, you can roll insight. Okay. No, you can roll insight. Okay. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Of course you can roll insight. Uh, yeah, Never going to say no. Uh, not, dirty 20. Dirty 20? Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to say. If she is putting on an act, it's a very good act. You know, okay. it's kind of one of those things where, she, yeah, like she, she seems almost too innocent or like too good to be like lying at this but at the same time if it is an act it, it's like i said it's a very good act it, it, you're not 100 percent sure either way okay um is there like a bench on i'm kind of imagining one of those like disney balconies where sure. it looks out there's a bench yeah, yeah, i'll yeah. kind of lead her over to a bench and sit her down that's exactly <laughs> what i was picturing <laughs> i'm so glad <laughs> yeah. um 
And I'll ask, so about your mother. Now, mind you, we did have a very unpleasant encounter with her, as as you've mentioned. I know. Um, and left behind was word uh, on on a on an artifact that did speak about you, Shadowbriar. So uh, forgive me for not being. Um, that is my. Um, that it's a. It's a, a nickname uh, for the family, I suppose. Uh, it, sometimes people would call to my mother. They would um, try and summon her through this ritual. Um, and the name was Shadowbriar. She has other names, but that was one of the names used to conjure her. Mm. Um, it's not my name. It, it, it's, I'm, it's difficult to explain. Uh, I'm both mortal, but also not... Um, it's confusing um she is a powerful being but and you know this majesty you you understand magic that the fey are not always they do not always have the same morality as as we can they they see a problem they are like a gardener and if they see a weed amongst a rose bush sometimes they think it better to simply take out the rose bush and replant something new. I do my best to try and guide her away from the more um, severe resolutions that she has. But it is difficult. We are talking about a very old, powerful being. Mm. Um, it is difficult to make her understand sometimes that methods such as recruiting that man that you fought, he was dangerous and violent. Such people are not the best ways to get things done what's this sorry my brain is what's her name again her name is well she was introduced as willow song Shadowbriar. Willow that's song. what she was intro introduced um, as. hearing this that that one little monologue will like completely turn azara's view of everything happening upside mm -hmm. down because that super resonates with her whole vibe so she'll mm -hmm. kind of pick pick up her willow song you said mm-hmm God, my brain is just scrambled. To pick up Willow Song's hands and kind of hold them and say, I know you are here for Baron Crown Silver. And what do you say? I understand. And Thank I you. think that someone with such power needs multiple views. And if if this is your true intention, mind you, if it is not, I will not hesitate to kill you and everyone related to you on the spot. But if this is your true she intention, terrified. <laughs> I I wish I wish to help. I I understand this garden your mother speaks of, and I understand okay. uh, the. Hmm? And I was going to say, yeah. Tarkle, you arrive at the line of, I understand this garden your mother speaks of. That's where Tarkle kind of comes in onto the balcony from behind. Um, and, I, I, and I understand the roses that need pruning. Um, and I, I don't wish to see a decimation of a garden because gardens are beautiful and gardens are complicated. Yes. And, I, and I, I, I understand the mortal view of this. And I think that as rash and young and possibly naive as Baron Crownsilver may be, he does have good heart and understands what could possibly be good for Crownsilver or for the Crownsilver name and for Cormier as a whole. And I, maybe 
maybe an alliance with the Fae is what we need, not fighting the Fae. My mother has watched over Tarkle for some time. He was born in the woods, and that's something of her domain. Um, and yes, I, I agree, and I'm I'm so glad to hear it. I was so worried after her misguided attack, uh, the misguided work with that man, that Gaius. Mm. I, I was worried that we had lost the potential to ally with. Azara him. stops her. <laughs> yep. So I was right, and she just kind of like. She kind of disassociates there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and then uh, you see <laughs> Willow Song is like, oh, uh, Tarkle. And she kind of notices that Tarkle has kind of entered. It's just like... Azara whips uh, around and says, go find your sister. She's in danger. What? Go find your sister. And if she is near Gaius, free her from him. She is in danger. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I guess Tarkle will just head inside. Uh, and you see Willow for... songs like and like you're, uh, <laughs> as you are sent I'll, uh, immediately I'll turn back off. to her and say I promise you he will come back and we can all have this conversation again I just I, I okay. can't I, I can't have Gaius near Agnes and just is like like watching towards uh, the door hoping that they come back soon okay yeah she does seem like like a little bit confused as you go to the door but as you kind of go off and she she kind of looks confused at you um, and then you hear from the entrance to this dining room you hear another kind of announcement uh, and the speaker arrives uh, dressed in finery <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen uh, please take your seats at the table her grace duchess celeste marlier of arabelle and lady zorova summerstar lord marshal of the purple dragon knights uh, and enters uh, an elderly looking woman maybe in sort of her 60s um, hair graying but with a couple of streaks of blonde still in it big elegant gown with a big sort of back kind of uh, collar piece um, enters with a human woman, an older human woman who appears to have the kind of knightly appearance, um, short buzzed kind of gray hair uh, kind of stand, stands next to her and the two of them make their way in and you see like a flurry of courtiers, all of the other kind of nobles and merchants immediately kind of rush to kind of greet her and like, oh, your grace and kind of offering supplications and things like that. Um, and as, as other people also begin to converge on the dining table to pick seats of where they will sit and whom they will sit with. Um, and Tarkle, as this is happening, you see between you and your sister is the Duchess kind of making her grand arrival. On the other side of the room, walking around it is uh, Agnes and Gawain, who appear to be having a wonderful conversation, I think, at this point. Probably sort of like deep in uh, political political discussion and debate. And um, I would imagine if everyone's being called to be seated... There's mm-hmm. probably a like, oh, what, let's sit down, and they're probably well, we should we should sit together, together, continue yeah. our conversation. Yes, 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 and it's kind of like a both being guided over to sit down and things like that. Uh, Marcel, what are you what are you gonna do? Uh, so what what am I seeing that's like of like alert? Because there's this whole um, charcoal running in thing. Has that happened yet? Yeah, so you see Tarkle kind of turn around from your vantage point where you can see the whole room. You see Agnes and this Gawain chap, and they're making their way round. And then you see the Duchess has just been announced. They're now entering, and everybody's kind of gathered around, creating a small crowd in the middle of the room. Tarkle is on the other side of that to Agnes, having gone to the balcony, now he's returning, looking mm. very sort of alarmed, like he's looking around and, oh, I've got to find Agnes. Um 
and you know that start... that's where Azara and this Shadow Briar lady went. I'm going to start making my way over there. Okay. Seems like something is afoot. Yeah. So Taco, you see Marcel making his way over to you as like this big crowd is now between you and your sister, who is now walking to sit down next to this uh, fellow at the table. Uh, and this this person that I'm talking to is Gawain, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, Marcel and Tarkal, you see, yeah, there's this big kerfuffle in the middle as everyone's sort of, yeah, you see like everybody is just like, oh, your grace, yes, and kind of trying to talk to her about a million things. She's brushing people off like, yes, I will talk to you about this later, man, uh, merchant, blah, blah, blah. Yes, 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 I understand, yes. So we'll talk about this over dinner, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's making her way. She's going to be sat at one head of the table and then the Lord Marshal, who is a lady called Lady Sarova Summerstar, will be sat at the other head of the table and then everybody else is going to be sat on either side of this long table um and people are desperately making their way to try and grab seats near the duchess or near the lord marshal um so i guess if marcel is near me now um mm -hmm. tarko would just be like I, I i don't really know what's going on azara said that that agnes is in danger we have to we have to get to her we have to at least sit across from her can we like try to like instead of trying to go all the way around the table to get mm -hmm. behind her can we try to just like make sure we sit across from her sit from across yeah so yeah. okay so what I would like you to do, if you want to try and do that, roll initiative for me. Because oh, uh, okay. this is going to represent your like speed of like, okay, how quickly can we sit down? Um, uh, that is okay. 15 plus 4. 19. Yeah. Without a doubt, you managed to snag. You and Marcel, you snag the two seats directly opposite where Agnes and Gawain are now sat down um, or are sitting down. Um, Azara, you, and, you can hear the kind of like people being called to dinner. And as you get up, you can see... Uh, Tarkal and Marcel are rushing to sit opposite to um, Agnes and Gawain, who are taking their seats at the dining table as well. Um, how far does how far away are they from me? Uh, I would say this room is is quite large. It's probably about hundred feet across, but you're kind of at the midway point, so yeah, no. about fifty feet. Um, whoever's on the outside, either Marcel or uh, Tarkal, I will mm -hmm. send a message, and I'll just say try and block a seat uh we're on our way just so we can sit directly across as well mm -hmm. okay. um and i'll turn to willow song and i'll say we will continue this conversation uh after dinner i oh, i yes. promise you we will bring the baron with us just don't disappear and she kind of rushes off to okay. <laughs> sit yeah you rush dinner. off I would like you to anyone, roll initiative for me as well, Mika. Go on, Marcel. Anyone uh, sat in the two seats next to me yet, or are those still free? Um, make an initiative check. Let's see. Let's see. If uh, my initiative was seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So I'd say that yeah, right now, uh, both are free. So you currently have two seats free next to you. So you could call somebody over to sit next to you, um, or you can let some random sit down. Um, I'm I'm 16. going to like try and go through with that message and just basically put my leg under the seat next to me just like okay. to block it so if someone like takes it it just won't move <laughs> okay so it's like locked in place mm -hmm. sure um, the the dwarven fellow who is looking at you from before comes up and he's just like oh is this seat he's like <laughs> taking it um as azara kind of rushes in uh to try and grab it uh on the other side um agnes yeah it's very strange you just see tarko kind of like fly across the room grab a chair and sit down dead opposite you <laughs> she thinks like doesn't he know that at a place like this you shouldn't sit next to your family you should mingle <laughs> You're just so clingy 
Uh, uh, I, I miss how much of your wine have you uh, have you drinking? Do I see her glass? How empty is your glass? How far how far across is the table? Like, Wait, is it a giant table? It's not like a giant table, but it's a it's a big feasting table. You know, this is a medieval kind of palace. So and I table. couldn't so just it's... reach out and hand him my wine, right? Like he couldn't snatch it. No. Yeah. Okay. But I probably it's... wouldn't even. I don't know. I'd probably just be staring at her, like, and like looking around, just like trying to sure. figure out what Agnes, like, what, what I mean, not Agnes, what Azara was saying. Was Why is she in danger? Yeah. Gawain will just kind of be like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody move quite so fast to sit down to somebody who wasn't uh, a duchess or something important. You must be very devoted to your sister. Like, yes, so, I, I, yes, I am. Okay. No, go ahead, Marcel, go ahead. I was just going to say, so like Agnes is sitting with this guy talking and then the other three of us are dead across, like making so, really yeah, intense eye contact. The way that I see it, you've got this huge long table. The two super important people are at either end. Most people are trying to sit next to them. Agnes and Gawain are sat in the middle um, of this big long table. And then you've got Azara... <laughs> Tarko, uh, sorry, Tarko, Marcel, Azara, like that. And all um, of them just went... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they just like slam down. I think mm -hmm. Willow Song will move to sit next to Tarkle on the opposite side, um, and then people begin filling in the spaces. Um, next to you, uh, on your other side, uh, Agnes, um, is um, a kind of priestly looking sister, but she's very pretty, um, very curvaceous, but she's got these big golden curls, beautiful, flawless makeup. And you can see that on her robe, she's wearing um, the emblem of Suni, the goddess of beauty, who's one of the Forgotten Realms goddesses. Um, and she sits down. Um, you can see that she's got like a very kind of uh, elegant kind of silk chiffon kind of like dress with mixed in with these kind of priestess robes. Um, and she just nods very softly to you as she sits down um, next to. So you've got I'm trying to think of the order here. So we've kind of got like Willow Song, Tarkle, Marcel. Marcel blanked the seat next to him. Sorry. So it, Azara. So it'd be, yeah, Willow Song, Tarkle, Marcel, Azara. So next to Azara, we would have. At this point, also, Agnes is like, oh, shoot, where's Aaron? Oh, yeah, where is Aaron? So, well, the, oh, actually, no, of course, of course, who else would sit next to Azara? Elissa sits next to Azara. She would have, of like, course. followed immediately from it and is just, like, sits down. Um, Aaron isn't allowed to sit at the table because Aaron oh. is a page. Uh, he is not here as a guest. He is here to do a job. He is sat, he's basically stood at the back of the room with the other pages, and he just keeps looking around really awkwardly, and he's, like, making, like, lines at you, like, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I, I want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like goes back to holding your little flag with the symbol of evening star on it and he's like kind of like shuffles around uh awkwardly um but yeah uh yeah you guys are uh, sat down and um <clears throat> as everyone takes their seats uh there's kind of that general murmur of chatting and then the duchess uh celeste Marlier herself kind of stands up raises a glass ting 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 um holds it up well I'm sorry for my slightly late arrival. There are several matters going on in the city today, but I'm glad to be here and I would like to welcome our guests of honor, uh, Baron and Baroness Crownsilver, Magister Azara, and the Minister of Arms Marcel, the new custodians of Evening Star, a town that sits not far from our own gates. She raises a glass. Uh, Baron and Baroness, Magister, Minister, I wish to congratulate you not only on your victory against these bandits that had taken over the area 
in the interim between Lord Evenhands and your rulership, but also on the great word that I hear coming from your citizens. They adore you, it seems, for not only your heroics, but your kind hearts and warm spirits. So I, as Duchess of Arabelle, as the one to whom you can come to for aid, for assistance, I wish to formally welcome you and formally congratulate you with a grand dinner and tournament in your honor. And she raises a glass and you hear a lot of like, here, here, yes, kind of murmurings from around the table as everyone raises a glass um, in, in a toast. Um, Would it, is it appropriate to be, to like say something or just to like humbly kind of like bow and accept the toast? I mean, do you think that Agnes would wait? Uh, do you think that she would be too worried if it was proper? Or do you think she would just be like, no, I'm going to say something? I think that if it was expected that she say something, mm -hmm. then she would never t turn down the chance to like say something to everyone. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, if it's just like they said all those things, I don't think she'd like make a scene because in her mind, if the way they're governing Evening Star is being seen as successful by all of these nobles, then it's all part of her master plan to like gain respect as a noble and force other people to try to imitate their mm -hmm. style of ruling, which is to give mm -hmm. everything to the people. Yeah, I mean, you you get the sense that there is a pause. There's like a moment where sort of everyone cheers. Um, the Duchess sits back down, um, but then there is like an almost like a she looks in your direction as if to as if waiting to hear you say something. You almost get the impression that she's expecting you to jump in and say something. Hmm. Then uh, Agnes will kind of clear her throat and stand and say, "To the Duchess of Arabelle, to all of our new friends and old friends." and those who might not wish us well. We thank you, not on our own behalf, but on behalf of all of those that we serve. May the people be forever, first and foremost, and may we live only to serve. And she like, a glimmer is in her eye because she knows she's asking people to say, here, here, to live only to serve. I think that, uh, so you say this and there is this moment of silence. Uh, the Duchess doesn't say here, here, but she raises her glass um, and a lot of people turn immediately to the Duchess like, okay, we're going to follow in whatever kind of she does. And she holds your gaze for a moment as she kind of holds the glass up and she says, to your prosperous and prolonged rulership, Baroness. And she raises the glass. And then everybody says like, oh, yes, here, 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 your friends. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, and, and you see that she, she's looking at you with that uh, very coy smile um, as she sits down. <clears throat> and then after you kind of, you have your moment, she'll turn and say, well, I think it's only right that we also hear from Baron Crown Silver. I'm assuming that you do not speak for your town alone, Baroness. I would very much like to hear from our, our newest noble, um, a man who I believe has, has come from, uh, the people themselves. Tarkal is so nervous right now. He didn't actually understand yeah. that this was it for, like he thought this was just something that was happening and that we got invited because we were a nobility, not that this was for the crown silvers yeah. and the people of Evening Star. So he's really caught off guard. He's like, I, I didn't uh, expect to have to, I didn't expect to have to speak. I didn't know all of this was for us. <laughs> 
Oh, well, you don't have to speak, my dear Baron, but if you wish to say something, I... now is your time. I give him an encouraging look. <laughs> um, Zarko's like, uh, to the people. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, is so proud. <laughs> and he there just is... quickly sits back down. He doesn't. He doesn't stay standing. There's a couple of like. <clears throat> And then here, that's here. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Agnes is the only one who says here, here. Um, I think maybe, no, actually, no, that's not true. Um, the, the, the little rock gnome fellow and another human guy um, who's a bit older, they both kind of go like, yes, here, here, to the people. Yeah, it's very good. You get the impression that they are not nobles. <laughs> that's why they're saying here, here. Um, but yeah, they kind of are like raise up. A couple of the priests do as well. Um, there's, there's a smattering of things, but you definitely notice that people like Gawain and Lord Davian and the Chess are kind of like, meh, well, I'm not going to say that, but sure, nice. Um, <laughs> and they kind of smile and nod. With Agnes's observant trait, she yes. can read lips. So ah, interesting. I, I want her to kind of cast a glance over at the Duchess to see if the Duchess says anything to like the people sitting next to her after that whole thing. Um, I think, I mean, she would. I think that you, you, she leans over to uh, who would be next to her um it would be lord davian is next to her um and you you do see her say something along lines of like <clears throat> uh i think that the young man better get some practice in public speaking and there's kind of like a ma yes very good your grace and kind of not nothing too kind of scalding but just a mm. kind of like a mm, yes that one needs a bit of work uh sort of thing um but i, she, I think she would with that so <laughs> i think she would add on i think she would add on uh the young baroness however as expected as expected. <laughs> um, dinner is lavish. There is many, many courses over which uh, if you want to have any conversations, you may. Um, but such foods, I will just, I, I researched a bunch of foods. Uh, so there are a variety of vegetarian dishes. There are things like stuffed cabbage with cheese and calisham spices. There is uh, fresh meats, uh, roast chicken. There's some steamed green spears, which are kind of like an elven asparagus in Forgotten Realms. Uh, Pan fried mushrooms in wild forest sauce. Uh, vegetable quiche. Uh, some roast chickens. Uh, some freshly baked salmon, glazed salmons, um, all sorts of things for your uh, feasting needs. Hey, uh, uh, um, is, Sherlock is, Humes, is, is, there, yeah. is there, yeah, is there stew? There's stew. Is, is there stew? <laughs> that could be a stew. You have a stew? Yeah, that's like a that's little a call back to D&D Live. Live 2020. D &D Live. <laughs> there is, I will say officially, there is a stew. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Me waiting for the waiter to finish listing off the special so I can order chicken tendies. <laughs> <laughs> I would like the chicken tendies, please. Oh, uh, uh, with the honey mustard dip. Uh... <laughs> perfect. Amazing. Yes, there are there are indeed uh chicken tendies. Uh, which are, uh, yeah, that are brought out. That's a Forgotten Realms joke, which is really that, sad. That was that. no, that was a good one, man. Yeah. I give you uh, ten points. Ten points. Just like the ten That's days. a point. Oh. Do we see Marcel remove the mask at any point? Oh, oh no, Marcel doesn't actually eat. No, he just doesn't eat a thing. You don't Not drink, here, no. you don't eat. It would be, no. it's, it's okay. all, it's all, no. <laughs> I think there's this ongoing, like, horrible, like, there's this ongoing mini narrative, whereas as the dinner is going on and people are eating, the waiters are constantly, like, bringing food to Marcel. They put it down, sir, and then they go off, and then they, like, they return. They look at the food, look, sir, 
was this not to your liking? I'm fine. Thank you. Very good, sir. And they bring it, and then they bring the next dish because they have to, because it's all built for like there's a dish for everybody. Like, perhaps sir would like this one. You can stop doing that. Perhaps sir would prefer the desserts, and then they take (laughs) it away. And then when the desserts come, they bring the desserts out. He considers the desserts. (laughs) (laughs) There is a there is a freshly baked berry pie with shaved ice and fruit sauce. Making me hungry, Mark. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things, just Googling fantasy mm-hmm. food. And I'm like, yep, I need that. Yep, I need mm-hmm. that. Put that mm-hmm. in. Um, but yeah, okay. So we don't see. So, okay. So Marcel just stoically, no food or anything else. Um, he'll everybody else of, does. He'll, he'll have a bite of pie, but it's like. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Perfect. Um, there are a few suspicious glances cast your way um, as you do so. Um, Azara, Elissa constantly like throughout the meal because there's all these different forks and spoons and she'll just be like <clears throat> Magister, which fork is it? Like she'll be like, which one is it for this dish? Uh, and then sort of like wave her hand over a bunch until you tell her like that one and then she's like, mm, yes. And then she just continues to eat. Uh, I think that her. as the dinner goes on before she even asks Azara will like really subtly like put her hand over the one next so Alyssa can see it so it just kind of Go she picks up on it. Yeah, she yeah. picks up on it. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> whilst you guys are having dinner, uh, conversation continues. Uh, Gawain, uh, who is next to Agnes, uh, will continue and say, "Well, Agnes, I'm aware of uh, all the things that you've been talking about. We've we've been having some polite conversations about politics, but Tarka, what about yourself, uh, Agnes? Do you share Agnes's views on what Cormier should be doing?" I don't think I've been in this position long enough to state what Cormier should be doing, but I do think there's a lot of things we shouldn't be doing. Mm. And we currently are. Oh, please. I'd like to hear them. I think it's healthy to have these sort of discussions. Uh, I don't think it's the time or place to go into detail. I just think that there is something wrong with how nobility conducts itself with resource. Hmm, a bold claim, especially one to be making at this table, mill man. You are certainly a courageous one. I give you that. I think you and your sister share that in common. Both seem to be very bold. Speak your minds. I can see why Magister Azara would be assigned to work with you. And when she, when he says that, his eyes like widen and he looks at Azara, Tarko looks at Azara like, wait, what, why is Agnes in danger? Like what, what happened? And then I think he'll just be like, is Agnes still in danger? What happened? Azara will put a hand on his arm, like not now. Mm-hmm. And, and isn't Tar- isn't Marcel between us? I oh, is that. yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, like, oh like, wait, over. Uh, then <laughs> you just lean over Marcel. Negate that. Like, negate mm-hmm. that. Uh, okay. Azara will kind of give him a, a look that very clearly says "not now," and uh, so she's not in danger. So she's not in danger right now. Are you saying that out loud? Are you yeah, that out I loud? am. Like, like a whisper over she, Marcel. Why would she be in danger? I, I, I don't know. There's apparently Azara. I know that we have had our differences, but I would not <laughs> wish any harm on. on <laughs> uh, Azara will just kind of continue to eat whatever's in front of her and mm-hmm. just ignore this entire situation, <sighs> and hope that Tarkle <clears throat> picks up on the fact that. She is not engaging <laughs> because Gawain is across sure. the table. 
Wait, did, you, did, you, did you send me on a fool's errand, Azar? Was, was Agnes never in danger? Uh, Azar will just kind of turn and look at him. And turn back to her side. <laughs> you can't see his mouth, but you can see Marcel's kind of like bobbing <laughs> like a Lord, little bit, like, like Lord. laughing to himself. Uh, and then, <laughs> very subtly, mm-hmm. trying to reach over uh, Marcel under the table, Zara will swiftly kick Tarkol in the shins. <laughs> Okay. Over Marcel. You kind of have to do that, like. like I think she's stretch. gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna drop her napkin and uh-huh. oh, lean okay. down to pick it up to cover the fact that she's like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up, my dude." Urkel <laughs> like stands up, like straight up. This is this is twice now that you have disrespected me. We should have common respect for each other. Am I not in a position of nobility? I, what have I done to disrespect you? You sent me running, I ran. Is this happening at the dinner table? Yes. I think, I think, I think Tarkle's like, like he's woodsman. Freak it out. Yeah. Uh, Azara is going out. to stand up and gently place her napkin on the table and take Tarkle by the arm and say, uh, good sir, would you mind joining me on the balcony? Good sir, good sir. Yes, I'll lift my way over to the balcony. Yes. <laughs> I didn't hit you hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, I... While this is going on, you see uh, Davian, the Duchess, uh, and pretty much everyone that, like, the Duchess is watching this very carefully. Like, you see that this whole exchange she has been watching. Um, Agnes, you get the impression, kind of like, because you can do it, that you can read lips, you think that the Duchess probably can as well. Like, she's watching Mm. very carefully what's being said and just sort of doesn't interrupt, but just lets it happen. And then once Azara and Tarko begin moving away, she makes like uh, an offhand comment like, ah, has anyone seen that recent play in the quarters? Uh, The one about, uh, you know, she mentions like Mistara and Elminster. And they're like, oh yes, my magic, yes, your grace, yes. And then like, she kind of gets the conversation started again to detract from this thing that's going on. If I if I see her do that and I mm-hmm. interpret it correctly as like she's trying to help take attention away from this situation. If I can catch her eye, I'll just give her a little nod of a like thank you. I you get that. a nod back. You get a kind of back. Is anyone nearby like still kind of looking suspiciously? Yes, there are a few people looking uh in your direction. And I'm glad you asked because yeah, you've been keeping an eye on to notice this. So <clears throat> the dwarf fellow um has who's been very interested in you and now sees that Tarkle's left his seat, um, looks like he wants to come and sit next to you. Like he's making his way to come and sit next to you. Uh also <clears throat> you see uh Lord Davian is watching uh Tarkle and Willow, like he's looking at them very like he's really intently staring in in their direction um and then he seems to kind of look down look at the door look towards uh willow and taco again and then sort of like nods his head a few times um that's i'll like look to if i catch davian's eye like looking around i'll just be like whoa wizards (laughs) quite uh, and he just kind of looks in your direction. Um, the dwarf fellow makes his way over and sits next to you. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, lad. I, I didn't want to disturb you too much, but I must say I, I couldn't help but notice your fine weapon that you've got uh, in on your side. Um, I'm 
bit of I'm a weaponsmith myself. I've never seen anything like it. Is there a particular tale behind the blade? There is. A tale that you'd be willing to share? I'm going to assume no by your stoic nature. Can I see it? Can I can I examine the blade? Yeah, I'll like take it out and flip it tilt toward him sure. and just give him a hold. Yeah, sure. He kind of holds it for a moment. He's just like, oh, excellent. Excellent craftsmanship. Very well. Very well balanced. Oh, fine, fine piece of work. I just, I'm a, I'm a fan of weapons myself, and he offers it back to you. Just, just wanted to cast my eye on it, honestly. A, a very fine thing indeed. Yes, me and this sword have been through quite a lot together. Ah, yeah. Any warrior and his weapon, it's a, it's a bond that uh, is uh, others can't know. Uh, well, I hope you... Oh, you don't know you the know. half of it. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, someone who reaches the position of Minister of Arms, I'm sure you have quite a few tales. Still, I won't bother you anymore, sir. I just, uh, I couldn't help myself. Uh, and he'll kind of scurry his way back to his end of the table. Meanwhile, Azara and Tarkal, you get out onto the balcony. Azara gets out on the balcony and very uncharacteristically quiet, just kind of stares out into the night mm -hmm. and is like, Tarkle, you can choose not to trust me. You can choose not to listen to me. You can choose to believe that every piece of advice I give to you is disrespecting you. You can choose to believe that me wanting you not to belay our plans to the man I was suspicious of in front of the man I am suspicious of is disrespecting you. However, the last noble I love and served is on his deathbed and is dying and I'm going to lose him. And I'm going to lose him to the monster your sister sits next to. I, am, I have begun to care for you and your sister and I'm not going to lose more nobles. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care if you look at me and you see some wizard who's out for power and blood. All I want is for the people like you and your sister have proclaimed you love to seek glory and, and, and welcomeness and love and find peace. But all you look at me and see is, is someone who only wants magic and power and that's fine. Don't listen to me, don't trust me but we can't make a scene at dinner like this. You know that this is a dinner for you, for us, for Cormier, for your people, for, for Evening Star. And if, if, if these words are falling on deaf ears, if it doesn't matter, that's fine. I just, I couldn't sit there and watch the opportunities that you have crumble because of a misunderstanding. So if you would like to go back in, I will excuse myself from dinner. Just keep an eye on your sister. And she has not turned around the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I think Tarkle just is kind of standing there. I'm like, if I thought all you were was a magic-hungry animal, I wouldn't have listened to your word and ran inside for my she, sister. She, she stops him and turns around and she goes, then why do you treat me like this? Why do you treat me as such? Why don't you trust me? I do trust you. I don't understand. You gave me no information. I do All I did was ask, is she still in danger? All but you had to say was no. In front of him. In front of him. But I had no idea what the danger was. There are dozens of nobles in there. There are dozens of people that could harm my, my sister. A sister that I've only recently grown close to. So yes, I acted rash. But 
Azara, if you're going to warn someone of something, there has to be some sort of information. Can't you just like throw stuff into my brain? And you, we have to all learn how to calm ourselves in a proper place. We could have and, pulled me aside and had this conversation without blowing up at the table. I mean, truthfully, that man has good ears. I was leaning over Marcel and, and just trying to ask if she's in danger. But I, if you could have just said no, there's, there's too much, there's, there's no reason to, to point blame. The only thing I would ask is that we have different positions, two different positions that have to come together for the good of the people of Evening Star. Nobody's disputing that. I'm the one who said it. Then why do you think it okay to tell me I have to come to a ball? To kick me under a table at a ball that I do not want to be at? While I'm watching meals and meals go by of wasted food and... Do you not understand that there has to be some sort of level of mutual respect for our different positions? I respect your cunning with magic, and not because I think you're hungry for it, but because I know that is what you have mastered. And I'm in a position that, yes, while I have not mastered it, I think I will fail if my own people around me are not giving me the respect that a Baron deserves. That is all I'm asking, is for mutual respect of our positions. While you guys are having this conversation, you hear from the other room, just not to interrupt, but you hear from the other room, uh, the Duchess seems to pause for a moment and then stands up. I'm terribly sorry, everyone. Something has come up. My war wizard has alerted me that um, my presence is needed. Please do continue enjoying the dinner. Enjoy it. Uh, I will see you for the tournament tomorrow. I wish you all uh, a good evening. Um, and she makes her way off. Uh, the Lord Marshal goes with her. You see, and this is kind of what more interrupts Azar and Tarkle. Lord Davian is like, <clears throat> Your Grace, please. You can't, you've brought us all here. You invited us for this dinner. And he's getting up and following after them, like calling after, like, Your Grace, I wanted to speak with you. And like he's chasing after them as they are making their way out of the room. Um, and that's kind of what interrupts the conversation is you hear this kind of hubbub um, as she is like, well, follow, talk with me as I walk, Lord Davian. And then they begin making their way out. Um, um, before I guess the my shoulder. Azara will excuse herself, she says, Lord Crown Silver, I do respect you and I respect your position and I respected you enough to not suspect you of any suspicion hearing from our lovely green-eyed guests that you have been speaking with this witch and I had no knowledge of this. I respect you and your position and I respect you and your wishes and your thoughts just because somebody isn't on one knee in front of you saying that everything that you believe they believe too does not mean they don't respect you. However, I think that you need to take into consideration a little bit more of what respect means on a universal level. I want to work with you. I'm excited to work with you. I'm excited to, like I said, be for the people as I believe and you believe and be realistic about what we can do. And here's an, a small bit of advice if you'd like it. Take some food from this dinner that you haven't eaten. Pass it out to the homeless. I used to do that back in my kingdom. But you don't know a lot about me, do you? And she kind of leaves. Okay. Kind of just leave Tarkle out on the balcony. Um, as you begin making your way back inside, Azara, you know, a few moments pass um, as you guys have been having this conversation. You hear the, the Duchess make her leave and things like that. <clears throat> now it's everybody except the Duchess, Lord uh, Davian, and the Lord Marshal. The priestess who was sat next to you, Agnes, um, you see she kind of like holds her chest for a moment kind of coughs a couple of times 
um and then all of a sudden she just falls collapses to the ground so you just see her just kind of like uh the chair kind of buckles under her there's a big gasp goes out around the table um what do you do she immediately she kneels agnes kneels down by the body calls azara Mm -hmm. and says there may be poison check the food and then starts trying to administer to minister to this priestess with like a medicine check you don't need to because as soon as after you call out to Azara, Azara, you hear Agnes kind of calling mm-hmm. for you. Marcel, you look over. You see everyone's kind of panicked now looking at the food. But the woman immediately, her eyes open and she just stands up, almost bolt upright. Her eyes seem to glow with a kind of sickly pale blue light. Um, and this unearthly voice kind of crackles out of her mouth. The crimes of Arabelle's past must be repaid the true royalty of this land shall arise. And then she holds up her hand and in a flash, a almost like a dagger made of glass appears in her hand and she thrusts it down onto the table. I would like everybody to roll initiative. Oh no. Goddamn. Oh no. Uh, 19. Uh, 16. 19, 16. 22. 22 from Marcel and Tarkle. 17. Agnes chastises herself for yelling poison at a banquet without thinking about <laughs> what that implied. Suzanne, everyone's poisoned. Okay, so as this dagger slams into the table, you see it kind of shatters and breaks. Um, or no, it doesn't quite break. Um, it embeds in, but fragments of it break off. And in a kind of sudden rush, this freezing cold air just engulfs the room it spreads out doesn't do enough doesn't do any damage to you but it probably does knock you away from the table or kind of sends food and and dresses and things billowing all over the place as this frost just completely engulfs um the walls and the floor even the balcony tarkle you have just enough time to kind of chase after azara before behind you the whole balcony is sealed shut by frost a thick layer of rime completely engulfs the room um and stood, <laughs> stood on the table where the dagger was implanted um you see the priestess woman kind of collapses and just falls unconscious um next to you uh agnes but stood on the table uh with three white hounds next to them um kind of all on these kind of frosty chains appears um an eladrin uh, if you know what an eladrin is elven with long ears but eyes completely of one shade um completely blue skinned wearing thick kind of blue frost colored and frost themed outfits um with a long sword in one hand um and as they appear you just hear them speak very softly the contract has been made. The deal must be honored. And she leaps into action. But Marcel, you are the first one to react. And you can see that this being, this person is about to attack. And they look like they're about to attack the closest thing. They also have these three large white hounds beside them as well. And they have appeared on the table before you. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess I kind of look towards my team towards like confirmation, like kill. You're you're the first to react, man. So Marcel gets to pick. (laughs) Uh, 
Firebolt it is. <laughs> so that is a 18. 18 will not hit this icy figure. They kind of uh, deflect the fiery bolt away with this icy blade that they're carrying in their hands. Okay, well, I'm still going to uh, attack then. Yep, you get your Eldritch Knight. You get to make an attack, don't you? Yep. Um, 18 doesn't hit. That's really cool, Mark Humes. It is. It is Mark cool. Sherlock Humes. Uh, all right, let's let's see if this this attack is higher. It is not. <laughs> so you swing with the sword and it parries away. The woman, when you look at her, you can see it's not. The, I say woman, the person when you look at them, because you can't really tell whether they're you know they, they you know they look very Eladrin esque, but they have frozen tears that just kind of cascade down their face. Um, they have this very sorrowful look about them. And as they're deflecting your attacks, there's almost no emotion. There's just this kind of um, very disenchanted look as they are fighting, um, uh, as they do. Uh, anything else from you, Marcel? No. All right. In that case, Azara, you are about sort of 50 feet at the by the balcony door where you and Tarkal have kind of re-entered the room. Mm -hmm. um, this is all happening in the very center of the room mm -hmm. along this giant table as they are just stood on the table itself with these three hounds around them. Um, both Agnes, uh, Gawain, um, and some of the guests are next to them. Uh, hearing Agnes call out to Azara, yeah. Azara is going to uh, immediately rush forward to try and get near her side mm -hmm. um and i can go 30 feet how how far does that get how close does that get me now you so you're about 20 feet away from agnes and about table. 20 feet away from agnes mm -hmm. um so i'm just gonna pretty like i'm gonna make eye contact with agnes and just say get ready to fight and mm -hmm. i'm going to cast a witch bolt at the third level might as well let's see that is 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 to hit. 21. And who are you targeting? Are you targeting the, the, the Eladrin figure the, in the middle? The Eladrin figure, yeah. Yep. Okay. That hits. So, yeah, the hits. lightning bolt crackles out of your hands and, yeah, slams into them. All right. That's 3d12, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, plus three points extra of lightning right. damage. So, what's that total? 18? 19. I think I said 16 plus 3. Oh, 16, sorry, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the lightning slams into their body and you can see they do react, but it's like a, a slight twinge of pain. They kind of just grimace as the lightning arcs up and down their body. Yeah. Uh, um. And I think that's all I can do right now. Where okay. is Alyssa? Uh, Elissa is at the table. So when you had gone off with Tarkle, she had stayed awkwardly okay. at the table, but okay. she is going to draw so, her blade. Yeah, she's. So I'm she's... about twenty feet away from like both of them. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna keep that okay. in mind. That's all I'm all doing. Right. I would like everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Um, Agnes, you're the closest one. So you see where this dagger has implanted into the table. It is continuing to spew frost and ice out from it, almost like a rolling wave um, that's sending this dreaded cold throughout the entire room. Um, did anybody get lower than a 14 on their con save? Yes. Tarkle did. Okay, Anna so did. I did. I got 13. 
Oh, and Anna as well. Okay. Yeah. Anybody who got under 14, you take six cold damage. Anybody who got 14 or higher, you take three cold damage. If I got That's a nat just, 20, does nothing happen to me? No, you still you still take damage. I'm sorry. No, no I wasted my nat 20 on throws. that. I'm sorry. Sad. But yeah, this ice, this knife, this broken kind of dagger is now just emanating cold throughout the whole room, just constantly pumping out waves of it as if it's as if it's pulling it from another realm um, through this knife. Uh, Azara, after your turn, Tarkal. Uh, I am going to uh, move up. Am I also 50 feet away or am I 60 feet away? You would be 50 feet. Okay, I'm going to move up 15 feet towards the table and then I'm going to mm-hmm. toss my kiss of silver towards the most sure. evil looking individual. <laughs> yes, well, the, that is I'll ignore the, the puppers. Uh, that is a 12 plus 7, 19. 19 against the figure, not the poppers. Yes, against the figures. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, so 1d4 plus 4. Now why you got to call them puppers? No, I can't I, didn't, I, didn't, them. I know. I didn't mean it. It They're came out too mean quick. They're puppers. They're mean uh, bork borks. They they're not real bork borks. They're, they're phantasmal. Borks. They're like VR borks. That's what they we would eat Poa. So they deserve to die. <gasps> yeah. Six, they would. Seven. Poa. 11. 15. And 21. 21 total damage with sneak attack. Oh, 21. The other thing is, and somebody pointed this out to me in the YouTube comments, um, your assassinate is technically on any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet, which includes this figure. Um, mm. Oh, so uh, that's what, okay. That's what I thought. So you would okay, have had cool. advantage, but it does say, sorry, the next line is, in addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. So it's not a critical hit, but it would have had advantage on the attack roll. So Gotcha, but I got it anyway, so it doesn't matter. You got it anyway, so it doesn't matter. So uh, 21, was that 21 damage? Yeah, 21 total. Yep. 21 total. So the, the kiss of silver, thump, and this one, you know, the lightning bolt, uh, the witch bolt did definitely kind of stagger them a little bit, but the kiss of silver embeds into their, their shoulder and you can see that their skin is almost like snow and ice and it kind of breaks and fractures and sends these spindling lines down their body as they kind of, ah, uh, and they kind of look and almost look at you with this heartbroken face um, after you injure them. Um, anything else on your turn, Tarkle? Uh, no, I think that's it. I'm just going to let my dagger reappear in my sheath at the end of my turn. Okay. Um, the figure lets go of the three chains in their hand, and the three wolves leap out. Um, several of them dart towards some of the nobles. Um, two, of them, uh, two of them dart towards uh, various other nobles in the room, basically. They dart towards some of these other guests. Uh, Gawain is also pulling out what appears to be like a rapier um, and trying to defend himself. Um, one of the wolves, however, is going to come for you, Tarkle, having seen you just uh, attack its master. Um, and in fact, actually, uh, it will position itself so that you and Azara are within a 15-feet cone, and you see this wolf, and it breathes this cone of ice. I would like you both to make dexterity saving throws, please. That's my good one. <laughs> right. Ooh, 26. Dirty Do you have 20. evasion, Tarkle? I have Dirty evasion. Uh, I have, oh, I do have evasion. Yes, I do. So you take no damage whatsoever. Uh, and Azara, you got 20 on your save? Dirty 20. 11, 17, 20. So you would take 10 points of cold damage, Azara. As you do manage to leap out of some of the way of this frosty breath that comes uh, hurtling out of the creature's jaw, but 
tarkle you almost like slide on the ice underneath this kind of gout of frost breath completely avoiding any of it uh chilling you uh from head to toe um the other two one leaps towards gawain and tries to take a bite of him uh sinking his teeth into him quite badly actually uh as he does so uh for a total of how much damage two six plus four Ooh. Uh, for 15 points of damage. So you see uh, Gawain kind of like, ah, his forearm gets bit by one of these creatures um, as he's kind of wrestling it free. Get off of me! And he slams it down. Um, and the, the other Zara. one <laughs> the other one just pounces onto uh, the little halfling fellow who is one of the guests and just bears him to the ground and, he's like, ah, 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 and just throws his body around like a ragdoll. Uh, Agnes, you are next. If I make a history check, that's not my action, right? That's just like something I know. I'd never make you do that as an action. No, no. Can I make a history check to see if I understand anything about like the true rulers and the contract and all of that stuff? Oh, you can. Yeah. 20. 20. Hmm. She studied a lot about nobility because they made her. Yeah. The only thing that really comes to mind, like contract, you can't remember anything about it. True royalty. I mean, there's been a bunch of different lines of succession throughout Cormier's history. And sometimes it has been a bit bloody. There have always been kind of people who were king and then they weren't a very good king. So another king came along and kicked them out and then said, I'm the king now. Um, There's been a lot of that kind of stuff. But generally, it's been peaceful for the last centuries. You know, it's not really been contested. The Oberskiers have ruled very well um yeah not quite sure arabelle certainly had its history of rebellions you remember dusk mentioning that when you first came into the city that arabelle as a city had had problems with rebellions in the past and things like that and then uh with the people rising up against the nobility and then there's also the um the dragon thormaglor uh who was the original kind of ruler of all of cormir basically um until he was killed by the people that would become the purple dragonites so a bunch of potential things it could be but nothing that is concrete okay um well seeing these icy wolves bearing down on the nobles Mm -hmm. i i know you mark humes have a particular dislike for the spell uh conjure animals I, I, it's not that it's just it is a pain in the ass to run. That's all it is. It's not so, that I have a personal dislike. I, I'm gonna because it is a pain to run. Uh, I am going to cast conjure animals <laughs> instead of instead of summoning multiple animals. I'm just gonna uh-huh. summon one CR two animal. So okay. Agnes summons like um right in front of the wolf that is bearing down on that halfling mm-hmm. um a saber-toothed tiger that's just snarling okay i i'm gonna if you if i'm gonna leave all the stats in your hand and we'll say that it goes immediately after your initiative but it's on you to remember it okay um okay. i'm gonna look up the saber-toothed tiger spell the other thing i'm gonna mention agnes that you notice because you have the observant feet is at the back of the room, all the pages are trembling in fear as this this thing has all happened. And you can see they're kind of huddled together as the frost. You see Aaron is like smashing on the doors, trying to like break a way out. He's like, come on, get out. He's like trying to smash it down, but the ice just keeps reforming. Every time Aaron smashes it, he's got like the banner pole for Evening Star and he's trying to break <laughs> the ice. It reforms over the door and he can't break it down to let everybody, anybody out, like to let them escape. Um, but he's trying, he's trying to help get people out. 
that's our boy that's our Aaron um also because I summoned it and I'm a wildfire druid can I have fun lore fluff that there's like fire at its cheeks and like at the corners of its eyes it's like a really cool flame saber tooth tiger cool sounds cool and since it goes right after me does it go now sure awesome so it is going to it's going to be like actually I'm going to have it behind the wolf that's mauling the halfling and snarl Mm -hmm. and then it's going to pounce um and it is going to oh that target must succeed on a dc 14 strength saving throw i rolled a natural one so it's knocked prone and then i get to bite it go for it so you have advantage because it's prone so you see this and i rolled a natural 20 knocks the creature off of the halfling who's just barely alive it kind of swipes him and shoves him off and then it bears down on him and that was a natural 20 on the attack roll mm-hmm. okay so it's a crit so max damage and then roll the damage again all right so the max damage would be 15 and then the whole thing again or just uh, yeah, the dice roll, roll the whole damage uh just Ooh, the dice not were... the modifier okay. not the modifier yeah. just the dice oh only three more so 18, more. So 18 points damage. of damage Mm-hmm. So it bites down onto the creature and you hear this white wolf kind of howling as the saber tooth begins mauling at it on the ground um, after you give it its mental command. Fire versus ice, that looks so cool. That's really cool. It does look very cool. Uh, Gawain on his turn will turn on the creature that is fighting him. Um, he pulls forth this rapier and he begins trying to fight it off as best as he can. Uh, the first one is a hit. The second one is a hit. The third one is also a hit. Uh, so we've got. Zeus is pretty strong. He's just three times, just bop, bop, bop. Yeah. So yeah, you and you see Tarkal as you watch uh, Gawain. He fights like an expert swordsman. Like you can see, he like dodging to the side, plunging the rapier in. Even though he's not wearing armor, he's defending himself as best as he can. Um, that's going to be twelve points of damage plus nine, twenty-one, uh, twenty-eight points of damage to the one that he is fighting. Um, these three strikes as it pierces into the creature's flesh and then he kicks a chair and backs off managing to create some space between him and the others uh he'll call out um he'll he'll probably call out to all of you just like i can take care of this one deal with the others before it can get to any more of the guests uh and that is his turn um and then oh no agnes isn't here uh for me to take my turn i forgot about that as well damn it um so you see the Eladrin-like creature kind of looks down, looks around, eyes around who seems to be the most dangerous, locks eyes with Azara. They raise their hand up, um, and a ray of frost will emerge from their palm. Uh, I'm just waiting for this to come back. 14 to hit you, Azara. Ah, oh, it doesn't hit! Doesn't hit. Nah. So just you manage to kind of leap to the side as this beam of ice just kind of uh, arcs past you. Um, and then with the sword, it will swing down and swipe at Agnes in its hand with its second attack. Uh, Agnes, uh, the Eladrian, this is a 19 to hit. Uh, you are muted. I'm going to assume that that is a yes. Uh, just five points of slashing damage, though, Agnes, as this uh, the sword swipes down um, onto you as you are fighting. Sorry, I had just sat down when you said, so what was the to hit? Uh, it, it was like 19, I'm assuming. Oh, yes, it hit. Yeah, and it so was six five slashing? points of slashing damage. Five. five. Um, 
And that's it. The remaining nobles who are free rush to the doors that Aaron is trying to break through. Um, and they are all basically desperately trying to break their way through, shoulder barging against it. But every time they kind of do damage, the ice just reforms around it um, as it begins spewing out of the ice. And then last to go, because bless her, she's not the quickest one. Um, Elissa will finally draw her blade and then she'll rush to engage the wolf that had uh, breathed towards uh, Azara and Tarkle. Uh, she will hit with her first attack and then she will hit with her second attack. A total of eight. Oh, very good. 18. Thing. So 24 points of damage to that one. Okay. Marcel, back up the top. This is a big combat. There's a lot of NPCs. Marcel. So there's still uh, three, three uh, not good boys? There are three not good boys, indeed. Okay, what's the nearest one? Uh, the nearest one to you would be the one that is fighting Gawain, technically. Mm -hmm. um, there is also one which is fighting a saber-toothed tiger, and then the one which Elissa uh, is fighting that was heading towards Azara and Tarkle. Okay, I'm going to bonus action Shadow Blade. <laughs> Love it. And then I'm going to uh, go for the one... Fighting the fighting the saber tooth. That one looks okay. pretty pretty low, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The saber tooth bit into it pretty pretty nastily. Okay, uh, so let's see if that hits. That's a nat twenty. Damn! Oh, perfect. Which are you attacking with? Um, shadow blade. Shadow blade. Yeah. So max damage on the shadow blade, and then roll the dice again. Don't add any modifiers. Okay. 21. So you just hear this kind of oh howl as you plunge this black energy blade into the wolf's back. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, did you have the rest of your turn actually to do? I, I was going to do quite a few things on this turn. So let's do it. Let's do that. Let's finish your turn. Let's finish your turn. Okay. So uh, I get two attacks. So I want to yes. go for the next nearest one. Yep. So you can spend your movement uh, to dash to the next one, which would be the one fighting Gawain. How far is that? Uh, that's only five feet away, so you won't cool. provoke a, an opportunity attack. Okay. It's like ne literally next to you. You can strike out with two arms at each one. Uh, 14? Uh, 14 against the wolves will hit. So the, okay. the normal blade strikes through. Okay. So let's roll damage. 12 psychic damage. 12 psychic damage on that one as well. Bam. Is it still up? They are both still up. They both look heavily wounded, though, but they are both still standing. Wait, the first one didn't die? Nope. All right. I'm going to action surge. <laughs> okay. And go back to the first one. Right. And attack okay. it again. Sure. Yep. I mean, you know, it's still damage. It all works. Yep. Uh, 16. 16 hits. So that I'm just going to roll on, on acoustic dice. Six psychic damage. And the six points of psychic damage. I hate to tell you this, Nate. It's still alive. Uh, okay, kind well, of slicing through its body. This thing is very tough. This isn't just like a normal wolf. It is unnaturally cold. It, it has this resilience to it as the blade cuts through. Well, I'm going to take one more attack because I get two attacks. Yep, action surge, baby. I love it. I love action Ooh. surge. 
17. It's the Jojo of uh, attacks. Yep, absolutely. That hits. Come on, big money. 10 psychic damage. 10 psychic damage. I've got some worse news for you. It's still alive as you just <laughs> pummel it with these attacks. The wolf is heavily, it limps, it turns around snarling, but it is still standing as all of these blows are rained down upon it. Fuck. <laughs> that's in character. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, no, that would be it. That's it. <laughs> and, and that's and I think that, yeah, as we uh, the next thing that would be happening is that feeling of icy cold continues to emanate from this broken blade, um, just filling the entire room. And that's where we're going to end today's session. Uh, and hopefully Twitch will play better next week. Uh, mm -hmm. It will actually behave mm -hmm. itself. Um, but the VOD will be fine. So if anybody does hear this, if you can hear this live, uh, the YouTube release will be fine. It won't have any issues. So that should be good uh all right should we do shouts who wants to go first i'll do it because i want to talk about uh my name shady penguin and i really like the imagery of marcel going like hi i killed the wolf and hit another and go, wait you're not dead wham, wham, and then <laughs> wham, wham. <laughs> why won't you die i really love that uh, uh i have seven straight green days on the market baby let's go seven nice. straight i'm love gonna it. tag i'm gonna tag nate oh man i i just uh Hecked up some wolves, and apparently it's good now. So really cool that my badass <laughs> four cool attack turn scene, I know. was just buffering. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, aside from that, I don't got much going on. So uh, I'm on tag Mika. Hi, I'm Mika. Um, I don't have much going on other than the fact that I have a dog and she has an Instagram. Um, I gave her a bath yesterday and I had to take a nap after because she exhausts me and she has a lot of energy. Uh, I'm going to tag Anna. Uh, I have one more role-playing show this week on Thursday. You can come watch me play a Jedi. Um, I have another one coming up on October 17th. It's the next installment of Pawns and Patrons, which is a show that you can tune in and watch without being caught up. Very, very fun on Saturday. Um, oh, uh, nope. I don't have anything else. My dog also has an Instagram. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, Mark. <laughs> that's one of those like, no, that's under NDA. I can't yep, talk no. to you about yeah. that. Mm -hmm. uh, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, you can check out more of my DMing, uh, which is for High Rollers, which is my D&D show that I do um, with my my good friends uh, from the High Rollers crew. That's on Sundays and Thursdays. Uh, you can check out our Twitter for that for the times. But the main thing I want to plug is I have just launched a brand new YouTube channel. I've got a brand new YouTube channel. I kind of put my old one to the side because of loads of other stuff, but it's a brand new channel. It's all about D&D and LARP. So the first video is up there. Um, maybe by the time you're watching this on Friday, the next one will be up. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be uploading there. So if you want D&D tip videos and how-to videos, or if you're interested in LARP, then I'm going to be doing a bunch of stuff all on that and introducing you to it and silly fun stuff. So come and watch that. So it's uh, Sherlock Humes is the channel name. It's all on my Twitter and stuff like that. You can check it out there. Um, and that's it. Yeah, we are sorry, guys. We know that we have to wrap up, but because Twitch doesn't seem to be behaving very well, um, I think it's better that we wrap this up and then we finish this combat because it's quite a big combat as well. So we'll finish that next week. Um, and yeah, we'll see what this whole weird frosty Eladrin thing is all about and uh, all of this mystery dinner shenanigans going on. I remember um, what I was going to say. What do you remember what you were going to say? It was a, it's a group announcement, so it makes sense to do it last. Um, everybody's been asking in the chat about our episodes that this was episode 10. This was and we have a season run of 12 episodes, so we have only we two do. left after this. But... 
D&D has mentioned during D&D celebration that they look for feedback on social media. So if you're really enjoying Evening Star, we would really appreciate it if on social media, you use the hashtag Evening Star and tag D&D and let them know that you're really enjoying it. That would mean a Basically, lot Basically, tweet at Wizards D&D. <laughs> yes. I love Knights of Evening Star. Bring back more. Want more <laughs> Evening Star. That's yes. Just type that. Just yes. I mean, that. I wasn't Brandy telling you what it. to say. I'm just saying. But Mark is. Mark is yeah. saying. <laughs> Mark is saying. Mark is the DM you have coast. to do what he says. That's, he yeah. makes the rules. If I you want to see Aaron more, which we all do, yes, we have to bring back Knights of Egypt Star. And well, if it's listen. not brought back, then um, Aaron dies. Wizard, Wizards is kind of sus. <laughs> I saw Wizards say. back. Look, I was trying oh. to do this in the most like non-pressuring way. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Wizards, I, Anna, love you. you. Being Thank you for the twelve episodes. We're happy yeah. with those. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, let but them yeah. know you like it, please. I'm also absolutely going to leave it on a terrible, terrible cliffhanger. So if you really want to <laughs> know what happens, you you have to help us get more episodes. So. <laughs> enjoy. Right with that. Thanks very much, guys. I think that they are hosting uh, D and D Beyond next, so you can enjoy that with our good friends. I know. I think that's Jasmine's game with uh, Steel and Shadow. Um, so you can check that out. Um, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, when Twitch is behaving. Bye.